Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about nephrotic syndrome. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash nephrotic syndrome or in the renal and neurology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Nephrotic syndrome occurs when the basement membrane in the glomerulus in the kidneys becomes highly permeable to protein and this allows protein to leak from the blood into the urine. It's most common between the ages of 2 and 5 years and it presents with frothy urine, generalized edema and pallor. Nephrotic syndrome features a classic triad that you need to remember for your exams of low serum albumin, high urine protein content with more than 3 plus of protein on the urine dipstick and edema. So again that classic triad is low albumin, high urine protein and edema. There are three other features that occur in patients with nephrotic syndrome. The first is deranged lipid profile with a high level of cholesterol, triglycerides and low density lipoproteins. The second is a high blood pressure and the third is hypercoagulability with an increased tendency to form blood clots. So what are the causes of nephrotic syndrome? The most common cause in children is something called minimal change disease which causes about 95% of cases in children under 10 years. In minimal change disease, nephrotic syndrome occurs in isolation without any clear underlying condition or pathology. There are a number of secondary causes of nephrotic syndrome where it occurs due to an underlying condition and it can be secondary to intrinsic kidney disease which could be focal segmental glomerulosclerosis or membranoproliferative glomerulonephritis. It can also be secondary to an underlying systemic illness such as Henoch-Schönlein purpura, diabetes or infections such as HIV, hepatitis and malaria. Let's talk in more detail about minimal change disease as this is the most common cause of nephrotic syndrome in children. It can occur in otherwise healthy children without any clear risk factors or reasons for developing the condition and it's not clear why it occurs in most cases. A renal biopsy and standard microscopy in minimal change disease is usually not able to detect any abnormality. Urinalysis, which is analysis of the urine, will show small molecular weight proteins and hyaline casts. And these are two things to keep a lookout for in your exams. Management of minimal change disease is with corticosteroids, such as prednisolone, and the prognosis is good and most children make a full recovery, however it may reoccur. So a Tom tip for you, minimal change disease comes up fairly frequently in exams and it's the most common cause of nephrotic syndrome in children. If you spot a 2-5 to year old child with edema, proteinuria and low albumin, you may be asked about the underlying cause. The answer is likely to be nephrotic syndrome due to minimal change disease. Let's talk in more detail about management. Nephrotic syndrome should be managed by an experienced paediatrician with input from renal specialists. General management is with high-dose steroids such as prednisolone, low-salt diets, diuretics may be used to treat the edema, 
Albumin infusions may be required in severe hypoalbuminemia. Antibiotic prophylaxis may also be given in severe cases. A typical regime of high-dose steroids is to give them for four weeks and then gradually wean them over the next eight weeks. 80% of children will respond to steroids and these children are referred to as steroid-sensitive. 80% of steroid-sensitive children will relapse at some point and need further steroids. Patients that struggle to wean off steroids due to relapses are referred to as steroid-dependent. And patients who do not respond to steroids are referred to as steroid-resistant. In steroid-resistant children, ACE inhibitors and immunosuppressants such as cyclosporine, tacrolimus, or rituximab may be used. Finally, let's talk about the complications of nephrotic syndrome. Hypovolemia, or a low volume of blood inside the blood vessels, occurs as fluid leaks from the intravascular space to the interstitial space, causing edema and low blood pressure. Thrombosis can occur because proteins that normally prevent blood from clotting are lost in the kidneys and because the liver responds to the low albumin by producing prothrombotic proteins. This puts the patient in a hypercoagulable state more prone to developing blood clots. Infection can occur as the kidneys leak immunoglobulins which weakens the capacity of the immune system to respond. This is exacerbated by treatment with medications that suppress the immune system, such as the steroids. Patients can develop acute or chronic renal failure. And the final complication is relapsing nephrotic syndrome, where the condition keeps coming back. So thanks for listening to this episode on nephrotic syndrome. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found it helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can also find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible and notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com and I hope you tune in for the next episode which will be on nephritis in children.